welcome back. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you find value here. If you caught last week's episode, and I know if you're new, you probably haven't, so I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to it. But for those of you that did, we talked about how our feeling of worthiness oftentimes rolls over into money blockages, money problems, even success. Our feelings of how we feel worthy of anything in life has such an impact on our health, our wealth, our relationships, spirituality, all the major areas of our lives. And so I encourage you to go back and listen to that if you didn't listen to that. And this week, I want to go and I want to dive even deeper into it just so that we can really get clear on this and clear away any of those blockages that keep you from taking that leap to start that business, taking that business from where you are and elevating it to another level. Maybe it's just merely having more money than deficit in your accounts so that you can live a more comfortable life meaning having more options to do things. Maybe that's starting a charity. Maybe that's making sure that your kids are in a good school and have good, clean food. It doesn't have to be the billionaire lifestyle. If you want that, there's no harm, no foul, no nothing wrong with that. But I can tell you a lot of times, those individuals that reach that level They're not necessarily struggling with the value of their worth. They may have other shortcomings because we all do, let's be honest. But it may not be around how they view and feel and hold beliefs around their worth and money. But that's what we're going to talk about today. So before we do, please let me introduce myself. Hi there, my name is Dr. Kelly Ray and I'm a mindset coach counselor notably known as the Inner Critic Tamer, and I am passionate, beyond passionate, of helping others just like you and me who have gone through some things that we don't necessarily like to go blast out on social media, but we know we want to be better for ourselves because it's good for our kids and their kids to come, right? I am obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, understanding the languaging of that inner critic and how, more importantly, how to clear it up, how to be able to have a conversation with it and have things not keep repeating itself the way it does. Look, your inner critic has its own language. And rather than just always telling it to shut up and go away and I wish it wasn't here and, you know, pretending like it doesn't exist, if if it's still there and if it's still bugging you, if it's still sabotaging your life, then then wouldn't it make sense to figure out how to understand the languaging of it? Because obviously it's not working. So that's my goal with setting up this podcast was to be able to each week bring topics, bring current things specifically around mental health, mental wealth, mental health, happiness, all of those things. Look, everything comes down to our mindset. And and I know that might sound like a repeat. It might sound like some, you know, big hypey word that everybody's using. But I'm telling you, it is the key to everything. The problem is most people understand the concept of mindset. But what they don't do is take action to shifting 
that mindset. That's part of understanding your inner critic's languaging and being able to switch that. So I could just go on this forever, but we're here for something else today, right? This episode, I'll be sharing ways to clear up any money blocks that may be held in order to improve the quality of your wealth. You may not even know what they are. You could, but the thing is, is if you know what they are and you don't do anything different about them, they're never going to change. Most people, I've come to conclude based on the number of people I've worked with over the years, is most often they're not aware of what those limiting beliefs or those blocks are. And that's the thing that keeps them holding back. Not all of the other things that they think it is. Oftentimes they think it's the stuff outside of them. The relationship, the job, the kids, the spouse, the family, the blah, blah, blah. It's not. It's more personal that it's inward. It's in that inside. And so that's the reason we talk about these things. Look, I'm not a huge fan of long-winded processes. For example, continuously digging deep into your past to uncover some locked-away memory that's been the sole thing holding you back from becoming that author and moving to Buenos Aires and meeting that Argentinian soulmate. No. Look, yes, it's healthy and important to know where a limiting belief came from if you haven't done any work whatsoever on figuring out where they originated. But most people think you need to continue digging deep into your past and reliving the events over and over and over again to learn more. I need you to hear me. That's not true. It's absolutely not true. This is some reason why talk therapy is not as effective. And I'm not bashing therapy. I'm a big supporter of it. There's so many different facets of therapy and counseling and coaching available out there. But I'm telling you, if all we did is sit around and talk about the things that made us feel bad when we were growing up, are all the things that happened to us that we didn't like, and that's why we operate from where we are now, we would never go any further. We can't just keep talking about it. We can't just keep reliving it. Look, that's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and never changing that. And I know I didn't paraphrase it as eloquently as Albert Einstein did, but it's true, those becomes crutches, becomes another form of enabling is when we just become and label ourselves as our past experiences. And we just keep telling everybody about, well, I'm like that because of this. No, you're like that because you continue to be like that. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. If you didn't know something happened to you and you didn't even have a clue why life is happening the way it does sometimes to you, that's one thing. But if you know and you say, well, that's just who I am, then life is going to continue being just that what you are. I can't express that enough. My goal when I work with my clients is to 
work myself out of a job, right? I don't need you being coming every week telling me the same problem again because, one, I'm not doing my job. If you're coming every single week telling me the same problem and you haven't done anything differently about it. Two, you're just looking for a reason to come and spew it because everybody else has walked out on you and says, I don't want to hear it anymore. Look, you deserve better than that. I know that you're worthy of better than that. With regards to money blockages, because that's what we're talking about this week, the point of clearing money blocks is to stop keeping those low vibe thoughts and feelings active and clear the field to introduce new, helpful, and abundant thoughts and feelings so you can record over those old limiting beliefs. This is also known as creating new neural pathways. Yes, it's so freaking excited. I can geek out on this all day long, but we can create new pathways by participating in new activities and developing new behaviors. The key is to practice repetition of the new activity to keep the pathway strong and it continues to build strength in greater numbers over the amount of time that the brain cells fire to conduct that new activity. Boom! Is that not mind-blowing to you? Think about that. That's how those limiting beliefs came about in the first place was that repetition of those thoughts and those actions that you did so long ago that you don't even think about it now because you created that pathway for that brain neural activity to just operate without you even thinking about it. Like breathing, you don't even think about breathing. But now, now you understand that we can take that limiting belief that you've identified, in this case, blockage around money, Create a new neural pathway. Take actionable, focused, consistent work towards that new belief of money. Boom! That should be a light bulb moment for you to know that you have the ability. We are designed so beautifully. You can be the own IT person of your your central processing unit, your brain, by switching out some of those channels. This is so fantastic. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you ways you can start clearing your money blocks today, if you so choose to participate in that. So are you ready? I want you to go get a pen and paper And I want you to get ready to write some stuff down. And I also want you to download this episode to come back to in case you miss anything at all. All right, let's go. Number one, clear the stagnant energy. When manifesting money and anything in your life, really, you need to make room for it. Simple. And you do this by decluttering everything physically and mentally that no longer serves you. I did this when my partner, who was also my daughter's father, left us when she was six weeks old. Left us, left the country, everything. It took me a few months or so to get over the initial shock of, oh my God, 
I'm alone. Oh, my God. I'm a mom. Oh, my God. It's an infant. I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to provide for us. All of that. Once I got over that shock and got my head straight, I started clearing the clutter of him and the emotional baggage I had been carrying around for years. The baggage of not being good enough or worthy enough of having better in my life. What came from that was more than I could have ever imagined. I manifested some of the most incredible things which included so much more than money. So start by the obvious. Have a huge clearing of your wardrobe, your cupboards, your car, wallet, bedroom, kitchen, the files on your computer, the drafts of your post on your social media. Get rid of anything that no longer serves you at this new level you're wanting to move into. Cleanse your house and garden. I'm going to say go through your phone contacts and delete those that you no longer have any association with. Scrap everything. This clears your mind of things that have been sitting in the way. And it's just collecting dust. It's keeping you clouded. It's keeping you heavy. When you want to declutter mentally... It's time to look at leaving old memberships to sites or hobbies, groups that no longer interest you, services you no longer use, old friendships that don't seem to work anymore, the ex that you may keep stalking, the programs you offer in your business that no longer match the new level you're heading to, and the clients that aren't quite a right fit. If they're not a right fit, They're not going to be a right fit. We got 8 billion people on the planet, folks. Think about that. There's more than just that one glass slipper that doesn't freaking fit your foot. Move on. Number two, release your grudges. Forgiveness is so underestimated. Most people don't want to forgive others, especially if that person has wronged them in some way. When you learn to move past that and realize that all forgiveness really is, is a way to set yourself free from what and who was holding you back, you win. How you clear your money blocks by using forgiveness is by doing this. Write a huge list of every limiting money belief you've ever held. Think from birth to present day and any extras in between. And try to do this in an uninterrupted state. Then, when you feel you've gotten everything out, big, small, insignificant, humiliating, and so on, read through each line out loud, feeling the feelings, and then say, I forgive you. I love you. I'm sorry. Thank you. By the end of the list, you'll feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. Number three. Tap like your life depends on it. 
So there's this thing called brain tap. It produces the relaxation response, giving your body precisely what it needs to get back in balance and reverse the effect of stress on the body. And at the same time, this brain technology's sessions guide your mind to a state of laser light focus so you can rid yourself of negative self-talk and achieve life's goal. I don't know about you, but that's pretty doggone exciting. I can tell you I personally use this technology for myself as well as with my clients. It helps to unlock those unconscious thoughts also known as beliefs you hold that you're not even consciously aware of. And I know you're thinking, well, I just wrote everything down in the previous step and did the forgiveness thing too, so why would I need to do this? I hear you on this because I was a little unsure as well because I thought I had done every technique known to man with regards to releasing beliefs. Hell, I had released some big ones in my own life in addition to earning certificates that went along with those trainings. So I know they're quite effective. But I wasn't aware of what was still hidden away in the deep recesses of my unconscious mind. That was until I started implementing this this funky little headset technology. What I can say is mind-blowing and absolutely freeing. You would be astounded at how effortlessly you would be creating part of that new neural pathway just by one or two sessions a day. Some are 10 minutes, some are 7 minutes, some are 20 minutes. That's totally up to you what you want to do, but you're worthy and deserving of having 20 minutes available in your day to create a neural pathway that sets you on the road to achieving the money relationship that you're wanting to have, aren't you? If this is something you'd like to know more about, then at the end of this episode, I'm going to definitely share ways on how you can connect with me so that you can ask me whatever you need to ask me and I can share with you what I know. Number four, thank your lucky stars. Another underestimated tool is giving thanks for everything in your life that you currently have. What you've received in the past and what you will receive in the future. Gratitude is the highest frequency for attraction. You literally become a magnet when you're in true gratitude. I know people can find it hard to get into this practice, but just like any other practice, it takes time to make it a habit. To make it easy, I always start with the people in my life that I'm most grateful for. And what about them I love? And that's enough to get the momentum going. And from there, I'll go into what I'm grateful for in the past, present, and future. It's the best and easiest way to ensure success. I recommend doing this daily, just like you would brush your teeth. Make this become an unconscious habit. Number five, self-care on steroids. The more you take care of yourself, the more that being taken care of reflects back to you. The secret is not to try and find someone who will do it for you, but instead give yourself all the love, nurture, patience, and pampering you require 
as you move through life. The deeper you can give to yourself, the deeper you can receive love, nurture, patience, pampering, and being taken care of by your money or the people in your life, life, the universe, whatever you look at that as. So I want you to do me something and I want you to sit with sadness for a minute the fear or the scarcity and hold space for yourself while you're struggling and don't dismiss it. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I, then I want you to journal how you're feeling all the crazy, all the joy, all the uncertainty and release it. Maybe go book a massage, blow out or facial and let yourself actually relax into it. Talk sweetly to yourself. I do this to my cat, and it's amazing how affection, how affectionate she is. And and if you know cats, it's not necessarily their first thing, but this cat is ridic- ridiculously affectionate and seeming very attuned. And you know that could just merely be a reflection of myself, but who cares, right? I also highly recommend that you do this in front of the mirror as you're looking into your own eyes. I want you to tell yourself what you're thankful for. I want you to just even being able to spend some time looking in the mirror, looking in your eyes. Look, I know it seems like it's no big deal until you actually go to the mirror and look at yourself in your eyes. Most of the time you'll find that you've probably not looked in your own eyes for a period of time. You've probably looked at all the peripheral to make sure there's no green in your teeth, making sure there's no crumbs on your face, no mascara smudge under your eyes, that your hair is okay, your clothes look all right, but you're not actually looking at you. I want you to go look at you. Take care of yourself like you're your own daughter or your own son. There's only one you. Number six, get intimate with your money. What you think about, you bring about, and what you focus on grows. So instead of letting yourself be on autopilot or worse, not paying deliberate positive attention to your money at all, make it your goal of getting more intimate with the money. A great and easy way to start is just by checking your bank account every day. Some of you don't even do that. Only when you're feeling nervous is if you have enough money. I mean, like any good relationship, you have to show up for it regularly, right? Not just on every other Friday, for crying out loud. You've got to show up for it. Observe what's coming up when you do, when you're checking in with this, pay attention to where your balance tends to sit, where the money goes, how you feel about it, and make a note of your income. Start a basic Excel spreadsheet, or you can get one of those apps on your phone, a free app to track your money, whatever, but track your money. Don't worry about the expenses just yet. Focus on the money coming in. Appreciate each cent that is in there and the ones coming in, whether it's money from your business, your job or something else. Welcome it, thank it, be immersed in it. Again, a lot of times we have judgments against certain things and that's because we're disconnected from it. We don't have a relationship with it. Have a relationship with your money 
And if you're not having one, think about how your other relationships go. Do you devote time to those two? Do you devote time to your self-care, your mental wellness? Do you? How much time do you devote to your kids and your family? And if you tell me, I devote everything, I wonder, what are you actually spending your time on? I don't mean just the dishes and the laundry and the grocery shopping. All those things are just part of life. I mean spending time cultivating, loving, nurturing enjoying that relationship think of your money as a relationship number seven write your goals into reality there's a power in setting your goals each day it's like a physical affirmation whatever your goal is be it five thousand dollars in income this month book one new client this week or sell five products today write your goal down why because it gets you to focus. It reaffirms to you what you want and it energetically sets you up for the day to achieve what you've set out to do. Like I said earlier, what you focus on grows and most focus on lack by default. So we have to reprogram that pattern. Number eight, do the journal work. Seriously. I've found the journal work to be incredibly healing. It's where you can release all the thoughts and feelings and chaos going on within. You literally take all the stuff inside your mind and you release it onto paper. It's a physical release. I often have my clients read it out loud as it puts a different sound to it. You actually get to hear your own thoughts out loud. This is powerful because you no longer can run, avoid, or excuse your thoughts with rationalizations or excuses. They are what they are, and you can do something about them. Number nine, visualize your money goal. Remember when you were a kid and you'd play make-believe all the time? Well, visualizing is like the adult's version of make-believe. But the coolest thing in about being an adult and visualizing is that we can literally visualize it into reality. Think about the financial goal you want to achieve right now and imagine that money is in your hand or you're logging into your bank account and seeing the amount when you log in. Imagine like it's already there. How does it feel? Pay attention to that feeling because that's what will help you manifest it and in turn help you weaken your money blocks. Look, our feelings carry such a powerful weight and influence on the actions that we take or don't take. So don't dismiss your feelings quite yet. We need them to see where they're either empowering you or disempowering you. And just as a side note, this is a great way to also use the brain tap technology I was telling you about because there is a lot of guided visualization that happens during some of those sessions that are incredibly powerful that just aid in helping you move forward in your life and perhaps even faster than you think. Number 10, Zen out on meditation. I've had an on and off relationship with meditation, but I finally found a way that it works for me. I do them in the morning and in the evening. And yes, you can guess it. 
It's with BrainTap. Sometimes you might not clear the block fully on the first round. That's okay. You'll get it. The key is in all of these things I share with you is your willingness to be consistent in doing them. Change does not happen unless we are taking action and focusing on taking that action and being consistent with that action, right? You want to lose 20 pounds. You just don't go to the grocery store and buy the food that'll be healthy for you, bring it home, and then three, four nights out of that week, go out and eat dinner with friends. It's not going to work that way. You're not going to lose weight if you're not doing any kind of physical activity. Getting up off the couch, walking to the fridge is not enough physical activity to cause that to change. The thing is, is you have to be willing to disrupt your pattern. You have to be willing to shift that zone that you're in. Most people call it a comfort zone, but I'm going to ask you, how comfortable is it if you're uncomfortable in your clothes? How comfortable is it if your bank account is in a deficit more often than not? How comfortable is it when you can't do things with your kids because you've spent all your money on other things because you didn't have a relationship with it? That's not a comfort zone, my friends. That's an awful place to be. And I believe you deserve better. And I know that you have the ability to do better. I just need you to know that you're worthy of better. As we begin to wrap up this week's episode, I want to remind you that all of this is a process. And processes take time, focus, and consistency. And remember that the goal is not to get stuck in digging up the limiting beliefs or thoughts forever. Because you know what? I'm going to tell you, they're going to come up again later down the road. And you're going to think that you failed. And I'm here to tell you, you didn't fail. That is the one of the key ingredients to the inner critic's language. They have nothing new to bring you but past experience. So when you have an uncomfortable moment in the future where you feel doubt, you feel afraid, you feel uncertain, you feel stressed... Thoughts will come into your head that will exude those feelings. That's what your inner critic's doing. So you haven't failed. It's just another reminder to check in. It's their way of getting your attention. The goal is to do these actionable steps I share with you. Reach out for assistance if needed and follow through. And definitely give yourself three to six months of consistently taking action. So many try something once, twice, or maybe a week or two and give up claiming it doesn't work when in fact they've not even given enough time. You have to be willing to invest in you because you, my friend, are worthy of investing in. You didn't just start walking and talking one day. It was a process. And that process took longer than you think. But because you were so young and don't remember, you just don't know that it took that long. 
you will get to that point with these new neural pathways you're creating, but you have to give it time, energy, continual focus in order for it to become a new way of living. If you have found this helpful or would like more topics like this or know someone who could use a little extra support, I encourage you to reach out and schedule some time with me, which I'll share with you in just a minute. I'm also going to encourage you to share and follow this podcast as new episodes come out every week. Sharing helps others that you may not even know are in the need of help. And this might just be the thing that helps them get through that. And I know that would mean so much to you to see your friend, colleagues, business partners or whatever. If they're struggling, you'd want them to be better. So I'm encourage you to do that. If you would like to get in touch with me, I'm going to give you ways to do that. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. My TikTok is Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much love.